Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No one left. Down in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing. Got a shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to episode 292 of 4th and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn. And we, we have a we have a man by the name of uh, Tank in the building, Hollis Thomas. Welcome to the show. Uh, you know, it's not every day we get a general up in here. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hanging in there, man. Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about some... Uh, Training camp, news and notes with Hollis Thomas. Obviously, Hollis has been at camp. He's been lingering on the sidelines, picking up some uh, news and nuggets. Uh, I actually got an opportunity to go down to uh, training camp yesterday. Uh, I, I had to give Howie's props for what he did in the offseason. But people will remind you on the timeline that, no, uh, you know, don't give him his props. I, I had to give him his props. Uh, but obviously, the season has to be played. Uh, we're, we're, we're into training camp five Five training camps have happened. Practices have happened. Pads have been on today. Um, I mean, overall, I mean, have you, have you, how have you guys been feeling about some of the news that's been coming out? Uh, you know I mean? Well, you know I mean? go ahead, Evan. Yeah, so uh, I mean, a lot of the news that's been coming out, it, it made me feel a lot better today. Uh, we, we've been hearing that the offense has been struggling the first, uh, you know, handful of practices that we've had. But Jalen Hurts has turned it around today. That's what we hear. Jalen Rager also had himself a little bit of a day. I, I see the eyes right now. <laughs> the belief isn't fully there. You need, you need. It's all about consistency. So uh, I'm just trying to see Jalen Rager, both the Jalen's, be more consistent. Um, but Guys, we are, we're two days away from the first preseason game of the NFL. Football is back. I'm just excited to be back in this time of year and excited to have Hollis with us. How you doing, Hollis? I, I kind of detected, Evan, that you're a non-believer in uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, I'm not a non-believer. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I just I need the full – I need it to be proven to me with my eyes. You know what I mean? He hasn't proven it yet. No, he, he didn't prove nothing to you last year about winning? Uh, he, the, the arm. No, 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 no. It's a simple, it's a yes or no question. I don't need it. I don't, sir. I don't need a dissertation. Put a, put him yes. in a headlock. Yes. Put I believe in, in Jalen Hurts. To answer your question, I believe yes. in Jalen Hurts. Because, it, because I don't know if you guys can see my shirt. If nobody believes in Santa, the sleigh does not move. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. All I right. like it. I like it. The, the sleigh will not move. So we all have to be all the way in with Jalen Hurts. We don't need no half, no half-ass people believing in him. Uh, I, I was talking to Gail uh, earlier about practice. I don't practice to me. I feel like it's a, it's a good it's a good thing to get timing down, and you don't want to practice in a crappy way. But to me, practice is, is nothing until you take it to the field. Um, I, I feel like he's going to make good, uh, tremendous strides. But I'm not. It's like it, it's just like you. I'm still on a wait and see mode. I'm not talking about go ahead and pay him. But give the kid an opportunity to see what he can work with. He's got, he's got, a, he's got no reason right now. He can have no excuse whatsoever on why he should not succeed. Mm-hmm. Now, so it's a, to me, I, I like the, but I did like the crispness 
of the practice compared to last year. Last year, there was a lot of filling up, filling themselves around and filling around stuff. It was quick and decisive and, and crisp this year, which lets me know that they're kind of like they get they know what they're doing now. So it's uh, it's less uh, read, it's more react. So I, I, that's what I took from it. Now, now, as a player that you know played in the league uh, years ago, you were there was a lot. It was a lot more physical back then, especially during the training camp. I mean, one of the biggest uh, gripes that people have had is that you know the Eagles have been having short practices. They've been practicing <laughs> without pads. I mean, what is your thought as a former player of how this is getting people prepared for the season? Well, it's uh, I've been one of those components of of uh, they need to they need to practice uh, to play football. You got to practice it. The funniest thing, the funniest thing though, is like, I was there the first day I was there. Uh, Mike Quick and uh, Merle, Merle Reese was like, "Don't blink, it'll be over before you know it." So I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, what?" But it's like you, you. Um, I think it's taking care of the, the guy's body, bodies a little bit more. But you see the slop, sloppy play early on, and that's pretty much what you're gonna get, especially up on the guys up front. Because I, I was, uh, we did some camps this year. Uh, one of my first times doing the the technical parts of uh, being a defensive offensive lineman. And it takes a lot that you can't just walk back up on the field and get your steps right and make the hit that first step and get yeah. that hand placement right and uh, deliver a punch that's going to that's gonna get you in the backfield. So I think um, with, with that being said, I, I, I did see some stuff going on with the pads on that. Um, <laughs> man, uh, my boy Jordan Davis. <laughs> that's what we keep hearing. That's what we keep uh, he's, hearing. Oh, yeah. he's gonna lay, hopefully my, my kid, wait, I mean, he's, he's the nicest kid in the world. Uh, I had an opportunity to talk to him about um, about what what went down in college uh, with it, with that first game against Alabama, and they exploited him, and uh, they kept him on the field. And apparently, he went back and did cardio and worked out more and worked out harder, so that he was he was the most dominant force on the field. And I, I loved I loved that that he didn't, nobody had to tell him that though. It's like it's like well, what I feel like that uh, and you can give. You give Howie uh, props on this. I feel like we put a bunch of winners together, guys who've been winning and want to win and want to continue to win on this level. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, dude. This is the first time in, in ever we haven't had Jack to say about nothing he's done. And we'll get to the other part that I, I told somebody about a, a month ago. <laughs> we'll get to that part a little bit later on. That's what that, that's the other part that lets me know that they're, they're in it to win it. So if, if if like everybody doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts, if he can't get the job done, he's got we got to move on. It's like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a window there where we gonna everything is gonna be in place and it's gonna be right. And all we need is somebody to lead us. Yeah, yes, talk, he, I mean, he's talk, a guy, he's a guy. I mean, talk about Jalen Hurts, man. He, he's a guy. You know, he, he's a he, it's been a polarizing subject on the timeline, and obviously people have their certain takes, and um, it is what it is. Um, in, in training camp, people have tried to make. <laughs> narratives off little uh off of little, little amounts off of, of pack. i mean you have talked about that recently just saying like you know I, I obviously i got a chance to go yesterday and i was really you know i was just like man i'm like the, the narratives that they're creating off of what they've seen you know obviously he had today his best uh, <laughs> uh day in practice yeah, yeah. with the pads on so i do, do you think these narratives that are cre- obviously media is media they're going to create narratives right. and I've, i i'd never like to think of us as media where we are sort of media but it's yeah. it, it's what about what do you think about these narratives that have been created um from training camp these days uh, if you want some straight talk with the boss the, the narratives that they are creating <laughs> are nothing i don't i feel like they're nothing until until you get between those stripes 
and he put and he puts together some stuff, or he starts throwing picks. He, I want him to feed everybody the the the, the crap sandwich, and I know that I, that I feel like he's going to feed them. As as uh and as a player, you use that to fuel your fire. And especially everybody keeps talking talking about his arm was weak. He was this. He's that. I was like, how do you know? I was like, they, and then they bring up, oh, he missed this pass, that pass. But what about the other four that the receivers dropped that was right in their hands? I was like, don't don't just nitpick and try to. And then when you bring up, well, well, who do you want to go get? And they they start talking about somebody who hasn't played in the NFL yet, who's unproven. And so you have to go back. You have to pretty much start all of this over again and 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 throw away the progression that you've got this kid too. We got this kid at a at a premium low price. He's a good quarterback. He's learning. He's getting better each time. If things go right, he will be the man. If not, we still got two. We got two years on his contract. Where we get where we can build our team, and then and only then we'll be we'll be able for the master if he's not the master. Exactly, and, and on top of that, uh, on top of the two years that we'll have to build our team and bridge us to the next guy, we also have a contingency contingency plan and two first round picks next year. Exactly, so it, it all works out. We're, we're, we're gravy right now, as, as as far as I'm concerned. Now, Hollis, well, you, well, you got you well, have a troll. You have, you have a, your number one troll in the comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Prime, Prime over here uh, talking trash uh, already. Uh, yeah, Pr- Prime was. <laughs> I'm gonna see you, Prime. <laughs> I'm gonna see you, Prime. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. over there. He was on the cheating roster of uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, Jason Avant. Yeah, he's yeah. walking around with the rules in his hand and wouldn't let anybody let anybody see them. He's like, show me where it says that you don't get these. Like, really? Like those so- are plays. So uh, I, I want to go back to something that you brought up, which was Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis has been the talk, um, a lot of the talk of the training camp. Can you just talk, tell us a little bit more about him and what you've seen? Because, I mean, everything we've heard so far is just how dominant he is immediate, immediately as an impact uh, on this team. Well, the first thing I recognize is uh, him, get, him being able to get upfield and him, his speed, dude. Being that size and being that fast and being, oh, man. And the one thing that I, I want to see if he, if he gets done – is uh, his hand usage? Uh, that's the one. The, when you come coming from uh, from college to pro, no matter what what level you played at, your hand usage as a defensive lineman, you got to be violent with them, and it got to be more violent than you've ever been with them before, because you had to get off a block. Because they the offensive lineman will hang on you like Velcro, and you all you all you go all they gonna say you gonna be like they holding they holding. Did they call it? Well, then they're not holding. So when I when I, I say that because I've I've been seeing him get off blocks, but I want to see him with more like because he got. Man, if he if he starts using his hands like I want him to, dude, we have we everybody else has a problem on their hands. They're gonna have a problem already, but I want if he's able to use his hands like I like I think he can. Man, that's the oh that's the only thing I want to see. But you can't get that in practice because you play against your own guys. All you can do, all I can see is is what he's showing me, and he's showing me he's being dominant right now. Now that's one thing. Yesterday in, in at training camp, uh, I was coming from the wide receivers. And the quarterbacks so was like, look, I gotta, I gotta see these, uh, I gotta see these defensive linemen. Obviously, I was like, I gotta see Jordan Davis. So I made my way all the way over to the left side of the field. As soon as I got there, the oohs and the eyes started. Mm-hmm. Everybody was, it was, a, and then I'm like, it was a rep from Jordan Davis, and <laughs> it was not just his his strength and physicality, which we know he has, but it was that you know he he showed that twitch and left. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Anderson in in uh, in every every he everyone a victim of circumstance. He created, he created a victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. The, the the funny thing is when you were saying that 
all I could think about was it, he was talking. You guys were talking earlier about the uh, practices not being so padded and stuff. Yep. It's like everybody's used to coming up to Lehigh and seeing us get it in for two and a half hours of just a knockdown and drag out. So <laughs> I know I already know what you probably saw. You probably saw him make some take somebody's lunch. <laughs> oh, he's, uh, the, he had the whole he had the whole uh, crowd in, in all. Um, I mean, just seeing a guy move like that, I think um, that's the thing you love. Uh, I know uh, Trace Rocker was talking about uh, these one-on-one situations. He's going to thrive, and I think um, sometimes it takes two people two people to block him and three. Said his coach. Um, yes. So now, now tell us about the importance of you know a guy who's willing to take on those double teams, like it's his job. What do you mm-hmm. think that means? Uh, you know, I got an opportunity to talk to Brandon Graham at the Trent Cole camp with you. Right. Uh, but Brandon Graham said he felt like Jordan Davis, um, ha- having Jordan Davis in the house is going to let Fletcher Cox be Fletcher Cox. What do you think about yeah. that? It's going to let, it's going to let a lot of guys lose. If you don't put to, it's going to, it's going to be criminal. If they don't, if Jordan Davis shows them what he's been showing us, it's going to be criminal for them not to double team it every time. You can't triple team it because somebody's going to come free. But they're going to be sliding and doing uh, different schemes toward his way, and everybody else is going to get to eat. And th- yeah. that's the beauty of it. And then when they when they don't when they do single team him, he's going to show you why you should double team him. Exactly. And that, that's a, that, that's what that's what that's all, all I want to see is him take advantage of it. And and you you touched on something earlier where you talked about how the front office is kind of starting to pick winners, pick guys from like Georgia, from Alabama, and you saw what Jordan Davis was able to do as like, like getting triple teamed against other SEC teams. So oh, this, yeah. tran- this translation to the NFL, it, it's definitely going to be a step up as far as how hard it's going to be for him. But I think it's not going to be too bad of a uh, of a transition. Well, no, it's not. Gonna, I don't. The part that the part that I, I love I love that part, but. The part that's going to be a transition is is um, it's a it's a the only difference between college and a professional is fast, dude, and it happens it happens like that because you go from just the upper echelon of college to the fat to just like everybody knows exactly what to do. You know why? You know why everybody knows exactly what to do because you're getting paid now. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, you'll be standing next to the coach, and then once you stand next to the coach on Tuesday, you'll be looking for another job. Yeah. So everybody knows exactly what to do. They're doing it fast. The other side of the ball is paid too. They're not. They didn't just show up on the bus and they they scared you. No, they're not. They're there to feed their families. Uh, right. Talk about that being fed. That beard is being fed. Uh, you're getting some respect for the beard in the chat. Oh, thank you, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> so, you, Hollis. <laughs> I want I want to kind of tie two positions together here. Uh, that okay. being the defensive line and the wide receivers. It's been a while. I think Michael Bennett was our last ten sack uh, defensive lineman. And it's also been a while since we've had a thousand yard wide receiver. What do you think is more likely this year? I mean, we got new weapons on offense, but are we more likely to have a 10 sack defensive lineman or a thousand yard wide receiver? Probably gonna have both. I'm it, all in on a, that. I'm all in on a, that. But just just look at it. We get we getting sweat back, we getting BG back, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we getting the young guy, we getting all those young guys that we already had back. Hassan Reddick. If he, do you dude, if he if he does if Jonathan Gannon does what he's supposed to, there will be at least two guys with either 10 sacks or more. Mm. If he does what he's supposed to, don't come out there with the vanilla crap. We wow. need some sprinkles now. Winners, <laughs> winners, winners get sprinkles. <laughs> See, I, I think, you know, you know, we, we spoke about Gannon uh, in the yeah. past, uh, I mean, off air, 
and just just thinking about the the pieces that he's actually has in place now like just think about that defense last year you you talk about adding a a guy like Jordan Davis to the Knicks BG being out for most of the season uh and then you implement uh Hassan Reddick in the Austin you talk and then then you don't even talk about sweat or you don't even talk about Milton Williams we already know what Cox is or Uh, 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 Hargrove Hargrove Hargrave or can't get right. I called uh, Barnett can't get right. <laughs> Dude, every time every time you see a flag after the play on defense, you be like, ah, man, what'd you do? Hey, man, I, I mean, if you remember last year, Nick Sirianni was caught on camera saying it's always him. It's always him. Yeah, exactly. It's always him. But we brought, we brought him back. I think we, we put quality competition at every position. It's like if you if you if you falter, there'll be somebody that to take to take your spot. If, yeah. And then we have it. I think that the uh, that the receiving core. You saw AJ Brown. Oh, that was that. There's a man, Buddha. Yeah, Gales was sending me pictures yesterday. He's built like a linebacker, man. Yeah, he's he's, just... a, he's a grown a grown man. Yeah, he, I, he... I was because I was a uh, I was a uh, because I, I was there Monday. I, I was there Monday. I saw I came over there and I saw the receivers doing drills. I was like, who's that? T- oh, God. I was like, who's that tight end? It's like, oh, that's how big he was. He's much bigger than all the rest of the receivers. He's a man amongst boys. So, and then his, uh, his speed, dude, man. So that's why I think we, we, we might be in for uh, one of each. <laughs> like that, the one thing that stood out to me at practice yesterday, walking around um, every single person that, as soon as they laid eyes on AJ Brown, they're like, God damn, he's so big. Or like, dude, this dude is huge. And it was just, it was just this, the same comment left and right. And I, I, I put a post out there yesterday on Twitter. I was like, this dude could probably play any position this man wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that uh, you talk about his yak ability, um, that's yeah. the thing that I went back and watched a lot of his yak from last season. And right. it's just like, in terms of adding a, a piece, a weapon to the puzzle, who can get that yak? You know, like giving also, also, giving Jalen a piece that can can really yeah. work. But also, he's like you look at you look at the uh, things he could do with handing him the ball sometime or, or the little quick pitches that he used, he did a couple times down there at, um, in Tennessee. He's he's got that. He reminds me of Debo Samuel's. Wow, that's what that's who he reminds me of. That's yeah. We, if you if you look at it if you look at it when the when the dust settles when they didn't have when they didn't have him in in a lineup last year. It was like, it was like, man, he reminded me of Debo Samuels with the way that they were using him. And so, how much do you think the chemistry that's already been built up between AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts is going to play a factor? You think that they're going to be like have a similar? I I don't want to go all out and say a Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase type of connection off no. the bat, but like, do you think that there'll be a, a nice tandem just right out I think, the gate? I think out the gate. I think out the gate. You got to look at, all, uh, but you also got to look at uh, Devontae too. Devontae and uh, Jalen, they had a, a bit of rapport, like towards the end. I think the the fact that all three of them, they gonna have a, I feel like they gonna have a nice rapport, especially since he was down there throwing to him already. <laughs> really, just throw, <laughs> just happened to be throwing to him. <laughs> now, <laughs> was, uh, now I, I have a question for you. I mean, I, obviously, um, we're talking about Jalen Rager, and he, he's yeah. a guy who's had a rough season in terms of uh, off the field. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, you know, it's it, it, it's uh at the end of the day, um, Eagle fans and the city of Philadelphia loves the the word results. And now, like 
this, you know, being a Philadelphia athlete, um, I mean, what is it like? I mean, like, you know what the, the demeanor you need to see and the mental that you need to see. I mean, what are your thoughts on Jalen Rager? And do you think um, he's, he's, he's going to be able to uh, overcome his uh, past uh, uh, issues? I don't know if it'll be here, though, because he's been so helter skelter. He's been like Sybil. He's, he, 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 starts, he starts talking crap on Twitter and stuff, which was a mistake in the first place. And then you take your, take your account down. But then you come back and you start talking crap again. And then you apologize and stuff. Like, what the hell are you doing? Sit down and try to play football. It's like, man, it's, man I, I think uh, if, he, if he does do something, he's got he's to beat out somebody. But I don't think he's going to be able to, give it, given what he's done so far, which is nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you, think, I, I, I will use him as trade bait. He, he, he had a good practice today. I've been here. What, what, what did I tell you about practice? We're talking about practice, man. Franchise play. We're talking about practice, man. You're a first round pick. We're talking about your practice. Is is he still lining up in practices as the uh, number one uh, punt returner? He, he's been getting them reps, but I I, I was now. closely watching Britton Covey. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so. Uh, well, the what the one thing. Uh, the one thing that I will say is I think they're kind of tired of his crap. Uh, they didn't draft him. They didn't draft him. This new coach regime didn't draft him in the first round. And you see, they brought the kid that they had uh, out of uh, Indianapolis, uh, the big guy, Pat, Pascal. Jack Pascal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Pascal, him, and then uh, then uh, Watkins. Uh, that's, the, that's the one battle I want to see. Who's going to be that third receiver? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, people have uh, asked in the chat, you know, Quest Watkins, he did, um, you know, Jeff McClain had tweeted out, and everybody like lost their lunch for a second that he was hurt. Uh, he came out with street clothes, but uh, they said it was an illness, so that means he probably okay. So, okay, he, he had to use a crapper. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's probably got some type of stomach virus. Yeah. <laughs> had to take a dump. He had to drop the Browns <laughs> off at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, everything. That's the funny thing about I, I. I mean, Philadelphia. They just get. They overhype everything. So even a one simple tweet, <laughs> everybody's like living on a prayer uh, halfway yeah. there. I, I, I don't know. Um, other people that were out today, Greg Ward had a toe injury. Calcaterra. Okay. Evan's been concerned, Dad, over Calcaterra, the concussion. Now dealing with a hamstring. Uh, yeah. He's with a hamstring. Um, but he's, he's had a decent camp so far. Um, let's see. Camp, camp Jurgens. Another Ooh. guy who's held his own at camp today. Uh, do you think um, Cam Jurgens? What do you what do you think is his, his pr- progression so far? Hmm. Still, early. Early. still, early. Early. it's still 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 early. But he's got to come on to come on in, in the pros. So I like the fact that um that he'll be he'll be uh, learning under 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 Kelsey, Kelsey. and he'll he'll probably get he's going to get a good run because he's probably going to be the second the second center, and he's going to be going against Jordan. So he will so he will be ready. <laughs> How has uh sp- speaking of that offensive line um it's it seems like Isaac Sayamalu has firmly uh, cemented himself as the right guard. Uh, how has he looked during? Well, that's, that's at least what I'm seeing. In uh, what's being tweeted out, do you have something else to say? As I as, Landon, as Isaac Landon, struggled, Landon Dickerson. Yeah, 
I'm I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't say about I don't I never been like that fond of him. I always thought he was getting his ass kicked. I'm sorry. That's what I see. I had a I had an argument with a, a guy who who said who was like you he did great. They told me he did great. I was like, did you watch the film? No, I was like, so it's safe to say you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm. Why am I having a conversation with you? The stuff I the, when I was telling him, I watched him get drove back into Carson's lap time upon time upon time. I watched him get drove back. I don't know if he was hurt or something, but you don't get drove back like that and talking about you had a good game. Yeah. You got drove like a bus. So you trying to dangle him for uh you see the Bucks dealing with some injuries? You trying to dangle? Dingle dangle. Well, but he's coming off injury, is he not? He is. He had a little he had a little something today in practice. Uh oh, there you he, go. He threw the helmet today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking um, of uh he probably some... broke his fingernail. <laughs> Speaking of someone that's coming <laughs> off of uh coming off an injury, uh Brandon Graham. I heard that uh it, it's as if he uh never injured the uh the Achilles. Uh how's <laughs> is is that report accurate? <laughs> how's yeah. he look? Well he's he's looking good. He's he's uh he's saying I feel like he's taking this role uh, uh nicely. Um I mean, I, he's probably going to be he's probably going to be in there, but he's going to have a nice rotation. Yeah, and that, and I think that's what he needs at this point in his career because it's like they have a when you when you look at teams that uh, win and dominate up front, it's like it's like they have a great rotation. It's kind of like remember when we brought Chris Long in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had a great rotation. He came in and he, he had about about twenty twenty five plays, you know, and and and, handled, and flourished. That's what we need Brandon to do. We need him to be that that steady, that steady person that comes in and knocks the crap out of people when we need him to. So, because you got to get these young guys an opportunity to play, they got to they got to get their feet wet. They got to they got to start they got to start taking over because they're the next regime. As a as an older guy, you come in and you be part of it. And when you get your opportunity, you go in there and bust some skulls. Let's <laughs> show the young guys how it's done. And then if you if you get more if you get more time to play. Like, hey, y'all need to come on because I ain't supposed to be playing as much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need a break. I need a break. So, so uh, a think, lot of – go, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was just saying it's going to be interesting to see how he, how he, how he totally recovers because you really won't be able to see that until he's against opposing team competition. Absolutely. So, um, and another big and body. The part about – and this is about yeah. practice too, about both of y'all talking about practice. <clears throat> when your adversary is not trying to kill you, that's what practice is. You can practice all you want to. As I, I had to tell you one time, I practiced on a, on a sprained ankle. It was I felt great. Got into the game and got my ass kicked. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to know it's why. It's not the because same intensity. Exactly. The guy in the game had way more intensity than the practice squad played. Right. They they they, they sweep your sweep your leg. <laughs> no, nah, they just laced my cookie. I was like, <laughs> trainer. <laughs> Now, people in the chat, uh, if you got a question for uh, Tank, just let let us know. We'll bring it on up. Um, oh God, how's Dillard look? Uh, you talking about Big Pudding? Big Pudding. Hey, hey, hey! He on the other side of the pillow. Oh no! <laughs> uh, he, they they said he's he's actually looking yeah, better. Said, they said better than he's in better Pat. shape. He, better he shape. Look like yeah, he's in better shape. That's it. So now they're gonna kick his muscle bound ass. Wow, that, that's a new one. You know, I, I you haven't can, heard. You cannot, you cannot. It's you, you. You're born with it. You, if you have the uh, killer instinct, dude. He was talking about something. I knew him in a fight for my position. Really? <laughs> Did you see the interview? Yeah. You, I know you saw it. You saw his interview. That that right there alone should let you know you're the first round pick. You let the seventh round pick come in and take your spot. 
you, you you literally took my next question out of my mouth. So, like, as an undrafted free agent like yourself who succeeded in the league against all odds, how did the like how what is the mentality of, of an Andre Dillard right now, where he was supposed to be drafted at in the he drafted in the first round, he was supposed to come in and be the guy at left tackle, and he's beat out by a guy who might as well be undrafted. He was in the seventh round, um, and, and, just and, and he's playing football. Huh? Yeah, and they had just started playing football. Exactly. You came exactly. in, you got in, came in and got ousted. As a first round pick, they give you so many opportunities to mess up. You look, you took all of them and you took and you threw them by the wayside. Man. You got ran, you got do what you got. He got ran over by number 95 in practice. Number 95 was an undrafted free agent out of central Michigan, either central or eastern Michigan. He's an outside linebacker at best. Wow. He whooped his ass. Is that this and when week? I say well, huh? Today? No, when I when I say when I start calling him Big Pudding, that's why I start calling him Big Pudding gotcha. because that dude didn't weigh no more than two fifty. No, the funny thing is, like it, when he when he when he started um, at Washington State, he was around like 240, 250. and when he got drafted, I was like, you know, he's gonna it's gonna take time for him to get that NFL body uh, in that strength. And it's, yeah, if yeah. you're talking about that strength, I think he's finally got some of that that yeah, NFL no, body, but yeah. it's it's, it's a, couple years too late but um you can't you can't be tender with strength you just got tender strength so that's chicky it. so chicken tender and big pudding that's the that's the nickname again yeah, yeah tender he's, a t- he's he's tender I'm not, he's, he's not a woman so he's not delicious you know <laughs> shout out to aj in the in the chat she says the this is the realness we need <laughs> hey what's up aj that's my girl she's probably a, you know she's probably over there practicing <laughs> so i mean we, we've heard a lot about guys that uh aren't performing as well as the reporters are saying they are is there anybody um that isn't being talked about enough in these practices someone that is really showing out and uh you know it's not really making its way onto twitter or being talked about by well, the other reporters well I, and I don't really look for the uh showing out in practice i want you to show out in the preseason game i want to see some of the young guys in the pre in the upcoming preseason game it's a couple of battles in that linebacker core I'm looking for the battles in the linebacker core. We our linebacker core for the last few years has snuck up the joint, literally, yep. literally, literally and figuratively. We have we've we've been a joke at linebacker. Like yes, we had Alex Singleton, who um, could make a tackle downfield. He led the team in tackles, at seven or eight yards down the field. Uh, we couldn't stop we couldn't stop a running nose, uh, if they, if, especially when they double teamed the guys up front. But the the thing that they did was they went out and they drafted a kid in the Kobe Dean. Um, who's actually, who's handling business. I, I did hear that he's handling business. I saw him at some drills and stuff. And he just like, he just looks like that, like he knows what to do. But you also got to look at TJ Edwards who came on last year towards the end of the season. Him and the kid, uh, what's the kid, uh, Taylor? Uh, Davion Taylor. Davion mm-hmm. Taylor. And there's one more, uh, J- a- Avery. Is it Jeffrey Avery? Jannard Avery, yeah. Jannard, oh. Yeah, the, the, those guys towards the end of the season, they started hitting the line harder and faster because I think they knew what they were doing. And, um, right. and then you had the guy, uh, the guy White out of uh, from San Diego. Is it White? White? They said they they were apparently San Diego was uh, my bad. L.A. was pissed that they had that they lost him. And uh, then uh, who else? Who else we got? Who else? Who else? Who, else, who, else, who, else, who am I missing? We're full. Uh, the Toby <laughs> Dean. Talk about T.J. Yep. T.J. was a T.J. Was I brought him up? Because that's gonna be Tom, Tom Bradley. Tom, Tom. Oh yeah, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. That's my guy. He's I love him in, in coverage and stuff. He was a great. Uh, cover guy, but it, it's like it's gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be some quality competition there, I think. And we should hopefully we can pick the best in them 
Yeah, Jonathan Gannett comes on with the come on. Now, I'm going to mention somebody, Vic Fangio. Oh! <laughs> what is it now? I'll set this up for you. Like, a couple, about a month ago uh, on the podcast, I, I, I brought it up, and then I was like, it's funny that nobody has even reported Vic Fangio <laughs> being in the building. And then uh, Tank is over here. We were at dinner, and he's like, talk about Vic Fangio. And I was like, I almost spit out my food. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like He's been in the building, and uh, I mean, so tell tell us about your thoughts on Vic Fangio. You think it's a potential possibility? Well, I, think, I think I think it's it's kind of like one of those things where uh, if somebody's not getting the job done, you show him who somebody who's proven and can get the job done and has the technical fortitude to do what you refuse to do, and that's deliver organized chaos upon opposing offenses. We it's like I was talking to. To my esteemed colleague, uh, Steph Joyner, uh, during the New I know everybody saw the New York Jets game, the first half, dude, it was horrible. We let we let a rookie quarterback go 12 for 14 with two touchdowns. Without even, touch, without even breathing on him. We were rushing four people. You dropped, who the, who the hell you, man, you did not give, no, people like that need to earn respect. You don't get any, any quarterback that's halfway decent, if you just give them a chance, they were playing seven on seven. That's all they were doing. Right. And then me, me and Seth was, Seth was like he threw up in his mouth a little, a little bit because after watching that uh, first half uh, defense, but what Vic Fangio has the well, uh, the willingness to do is send pressure. And it doesn't always have to be man blitzes. There's some uh, some zone blitzes in which you can run and run as well to trick the offensive line and think that think that you're bringing more than, more than you are. But also is to to get to get them out. Let free out, free the big dogs up front up. Free them up sometimes. They they don't need to be running into them big old dudes every every play. It's like I, I was pissed off at the, at the uh, playoff game, not not because of uh, what we lost that we lost. I was pissed off that uh, Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich said he knew exactly what our defense was going to be doing. They're doing the same thing they did to us last time. Nothing. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. I, I saw Tom Brady after Tom Brady came in. That was the one thing that I noticed. I'm like every single quarterback after him took yeah. he gave you all the notes to test, yeah. and everyone can continuously tested that area of the field. And yeah. so I, I really do feel like, you know, given that opportunity for the defense to, to give some, you know, obviously they, they gave uh, uh, multiple different looks last year, last year, but like just just the threat of the blitz and maybe you know you know firing guys at different uh, angles and what have you i think i think that's what this defense needs yeah when you look at look at uh, the look at the personnel as well and then you look at the young guys that we that we drafted last year who could also play to run that 3-4 and the guys who can play 3-4 in the regular in and then you got Hassan Reddick who can stand up as well mm-hmm. it makes for a lot of a lot of multiple fronts and just just keeping the offense off guard you're supposed to dictate to the offense on what to do. It's, it is called defense, but we're here to kick your ass. We want you to defend me kicking your ass. Now, all that other stuff, all that sit back and wait. Oh, you scared? Man, please, if you scared, call the police. The local authorities are open 24-7. It's like, <laughs> you can't be scared playing this game. But so Big you, Fangio was in the building. So, I, I, I got introduced to him. So um, speaking of scared, I, I, I kind of want to ask you, I mean, should Gannon be scared with Vic Damn Fangio? right. <laughs> you want to know? Uh, well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't tell you this, but he was he he was introduced to me as Coach Fangio. He was introduced as Coach Fangio to me. Yeah, interesting. When uh, this was what this was back. Uh, this was back when I was allowed to come to a mini camp. 
<laughs> and I was sitting, I was actually over there with my with the uh, with the film guy because it was hot outside. And the, I, you remember the the truck that uh, watched the not the truck but the the lift that had that watched the film. He's mm-hmm. got that thing up there, the yeah. cover over it in the fan. I was in there, and Howie came up and introduced me to Coach Fangio, and was introducing some of the players to. Hey, did you guys meet Coach Fangio? I was like, oh, 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 no. oh, oh, hey oh. now, hey now. <laughs> I mean, it's, not, it's not. Welcome, Vic. I was like, I, to me, the writing's on the wall. If you get called <laughs> in the principal, you got like a, a Jonathan Gannon got called in the principal's office last year, this past season, and was reprimanded for not having any. Any, uh, any, what is it? Any creativity with the defense? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody starts talking about the, the personnel, but you you cover up personnel by getting the ball out of the man's hands quicker. Exactly. It's like you you don't stand back there and let them rip you apart. It's like you and then you it's, it's and, and he got reprimanded for not, not having any creativity and being always being where they expect you to be. You just a glow. He gave made our defense look like a glorified practice team, and they they had us ranked number ten. So I, with Vic Fangio, I think that. He could, he could get us ranked to the number five or better. So do you think they're uh, actually uh, – he's in there as a consultant at this moment? and they're uh... it, He's in there as a consultant right now. Yeah. But if, but if Jonathan falters, <laughs> he will be he will be taken down to peg. So you said if, if – uh, you said if – so if he falters, it'll be Vic Fangio like this? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Damn skippy. <laughs> Because it, it's like you don't introduce you don't introduce you don't introduce the, him as Coach Fangio, and it, especially to all the players as well. And I was I was just there on the on the on the regular capacity as an alumni. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like oh when he said he's like uh, he's like how have you met uh, Coach, Coach Fangio? I was like I know I know who Vic Fangio is he's a, a hell of a defense coordinator. He brings yeah. the thunder and the, and the lightning. You, what that that night you you told me that I, I couldn't sleep for like a couple of days. I was just like, bro, what is, what's he in the building for? I call up Evan. I'm like, oh, what is he in the building for? <laughs> like, like you know, like so. I mean, it's it's just interesting that uh, now that we have pictures of him on the sideline and such. So it, it's it should and be. The, I mean, at the very least, even if he doesn't end up coming in here and replacing Gannon, if he lights a fire under Gannon's ass, gives him the right tools and the right knowledge to be able to perform, I'm happy either way. No, no. The, the the thing that uh, the uh, the Seth said was he he said the same thing I said. Jonathan Gannon didn't show me anything last year. Yeah, I'm wondering is he is he going to get it this year? Maybe we'll give him that one year. He did come out ranked number ten, but she didn't show us anything. Right. He's right. like, he, and everybody starts. Everybody is making up excuses, talking about the personnel. Well, you, you're supposed to make that personnel do better. Yeah. I say, like you put it to me. A defense is supposed to be able to keep our offense on the field. Uh, not, uh, at least sometimes we shouldn't give up at least one or two, ten to twelve play games. Uh, plays a, uh, a game. Okay. It's like sometimes you just get the offense. They come out there, they punish the opposing team's defense. Then we come out. You thinking they we gonna come out? We gonna get a, a one, two, three, and out, or possibly a turnover? And all of a sudden, they marching downfield on us like we like they're in a damn parade. Yep. And then, yep. and we and we and we're the first stop. And I'm like, come on, man, we need we need to stop. And then and then I know I'm not the only one that's sitting there. Okay, third and long, third and long, yep. third and long. He he lines up everybody ten yards back and rushes three. What the <laughs> hell is that gonna do? You know. <laughs> You're just that giving him an open gate to the first time. <laughs> you just you just lined up a kickoff a kickoff return. 
<laughs> now, now he just says Gannon isn't the guy. I don't feel like he's a fit and understands the guys completely. I think, I think AJ's, AJ's correct. I, the to me, he, he kind of lost me when he was like, when he was like, I got he was like, I be like when he was at doing an interview. He was like, he say, I say to myself, Jonathan, you got to do better. I was like, don't he know we here? <laughs> you realize you're in an interview and you're talking to yourself. But I was, and she's correct. I don't feel like he relates to everybody. I think some some of the guys like him. I think they like their position coaches better. Um, so one of the questions here, uh, Prime, who was that? No, that's not Prime. Yeah, uh, that's Prime. That's Prime. Okay. He's a, uh, I don't know if he makes it past this season, Prime. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think, like, like Seth said, if he doesn't, if he shows us the same crap that he showed us last season, Early in the beginning of the season, and we don't and we don't shut nobody out, and we don't put our foot in nobody's rump. He will be gone. Yeah, and and honestly, based off what you're saying, and just based off experience, like Vic Fangio obviously has a much more experience in this league than Gannon. He's a much more proven commodity. So, like the way I'm looking at, it, especially if he's already sitting in here as a consultant, why why are we screwing around? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let, let let's just pull the trigger. Well, you you know, well you want to give him a. They're trying to give him an opportunity. Um, yeah. I don't know why though. I, I ain't got years to. If I'm a player, I ain't got years to waste on this clown. Don't, you don't, don't know you... it, Put it this way. You put it. You you remember when uh when have you ever heard um heard my boy uh, Fletcher Cox say I'm paid to make sacks? When have you ever heard him say anything of that, dude? They were tired of that lining up in that crowd. Yeah. They know everybody knows exactly where you're gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> It's like playing. It's like you remember that game, game. It's like playing that game. <laughs> so, do you think you know Cox's performance last year had uh, a lot to do with the the scheme and, and the coaching? Yeah. And do you think he was just had it up to here? I think it was, it was a lot to do with the scheme because if, if you look look at what we did do stunts and stuff, we were killing people when we was doing stunts. I was like, you move around. Let me move around. Some don't let me be what they what they know I am. Right, right. So it's like it, you making it too easy. You making it too easy for opposing offenses. It's like you sometimes it's cool to line up stripe to stripe and, and a man with a man, but sometimes you want to give give me some extra bullets and a grenade, and, 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 you know, to fight with. Don't just right. have me out there fighting with a musket. I I mean I feel like uh, reload my gun like <laughs> I feel like both coat uh, both uh, you know Sirianni and Gannon are kind of I don't want to say in a hot seat, but like they they have all the tools to make it happen this year. That we, but Sirianni, we, Sirianni, right. I don't think Sirianni's in the high seat. He did. He, he, I feel like I feel like he made some quality decisions, and he, he he made the right one in in bringing and bringing him in there and chewing his ass out and let him put it put it this way. If you don't do nothing, and I and I think that they asked probably asked Sirianni, do you mind if we bring Big Fangio in there? He probably said, no, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Donnie from upstate. Ask uh, Tank, Tank, would you rather have Schwartz back or keep Gannon if Vic doesn't take the spot next year? Oh, God. Schwartz ain't coming back, man. Oh, that was a good one, Danny. Donnie, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I love Schwartz as a person, but his defensive uh, calls, uh, they, they, they're the same level. It's almost, let's have some Billy Davis eyes then. If you want to be. <laughs> now, uh, Drew Johnson. Mm-hmm. What about what about Cuzzo, Kyron John? Drew, that's your cousin. Uh oh. how how's he look? Oh, he's looking he's looking actually pretty good. That's the linebacker, right? 
Mm-hmm. He a little spicy yeah. off the edge. He, he got some twitch, man. He, he was uh getting it in down at the senior bowl. I think you know he's a guy that you you can develop. You know, you 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 get you got a guy like Hassan Reddick in front of you. You can yeah. let him develop uh, and and get some special teams in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if uh, I want to play though, damn it. I want to just be on the damn special team. Yeah, situational. Get them, get them there. Situational. Well, I mean, you yeah. Got- I'm gonna give me. I'm gonna well. put it this way. <clears throat> will you? Will you? Um, will you come in? You aspire to be able to play, so they don't care if the, what the situation is. You aspire to to gain reps, so you learn. You learn the playbook. Get your get your ass in your playbook at night. <laughs> get off the phone with your girl. <laughs> <laughs> And get in that playbook, especially at the linebacker position. You know, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. You got to learn different different coverages and stuff, and everything's gonna be going. Now, Blue Meanie, aka Brian, uh, mm-hmm. having teamed with To, does Tank see similarities between To and uh, AJ Brown? Uh, I think AJ Brown could catch a little bit better than To, and he's he's a lot bigger than To. <laughs> to was sleek, sleek and uh, like superhero esque. Much call is like uh he's kind of like one of those giant pit bulls that you yeah, when you walk the in there we yeah when you you walk in somebody's backyard by mistake like, hey 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 yeah, <laughs> I'm about to go <laughs> I think uh I think AJ Brown got he got some Debo in him man like yeah. uh Debo from uh Friday um what bike uh yeah he's going <laughs> yeah, to take bike? he's gonna take your bike and your lunch and uh, he he doesn't care what your father says about it I oh, think. Sure. Uh, so uh, on the on the topic on the topic of uh, coordinators, Timothy right. Perkins wants to know uh, how do you feel about Shane Steichen with regard to Jalen's development? Hmm, <clears throat> that's going to be interesting because he'll be called to play. He'll be called to plays this year, and um, and I, I like what he did uh, out there with a when he he was in San Diego. I mean, well, he was he was with the Chargers, right? With, with him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what he they, he helped him do out there. I want to see if he could do the same thing here with uh with Jalen. Cause he was, I know, cause I know he was out there as part of the development of Justin Herbert, right. and, uh, and then um, I just, I just, I think it's, I think it's key that they have a guy because the head coach sometimes the head coach gets into the play calling and stuff, and he's not able. The head coach is supposed to manage the game and make key decisions, and kind of you kind of want to, you kind of want him paying attention to the damn game. So, so when something comes up that's uh, that's uh, that's that's head coach esque, he you don't have to go search for him because he over there. With the with the quarterback, you want somebody that could, that could do it. I think I think given the, given the magnitude of what he's went through, I think he I think he should be able to do it. Hmm. I'm a, and I'm and and the, the part about his development, I think it's going to be key that it's going to be a guy who who knows the passes that he likes and the ones that he can that he can throw. Now Chuck asks, so uh, would Brian Flores Flores be a good fit for DC? I think Vic Fan- Jam Skippy, Jam Skippy. That's I think a man, you- dude. What have you seen, dude? He don't be playing. <laughs> oh, Flores. Uh, he don't be playing defensively. And you got a a youthful Brian right. Flores. A youthful Brian Flores, yeah. It's, uh, I thought, I, I, we're given the magnitude of what Stephen Ross said. No. <laughs> 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 hey. I, mean, you, I mean, Stephen Ross. I mean, you could you could speak on. It. I mean, my Miami Dolphins lost a twenty twenty three first round pick and a twenty twenty four at this moment. Right. Third round pick, yeah. Third round pick, yep. yeah. And he, but he, but they still got one. The funny thing is, is when he, uh, and Stephen Ross was acting all cavalier now and arrogant about the situation, say this is sh- this should shut up the rumblings about throwing games. No, it doesn't. 
<laughs> no, you just brought him back up. You glo- you glowed and you just got busted. <laughs> you know, I, feel like, I feel like the uh, Dolphin fans, they can't get – like their days of the duper and the like – Super Duper. and Marino. Uh, and Marino. Shout out to uh, – we, we were at the Senior Bowl and uh, <laughs> we saw uh, – Dan Marino to our right I was like, what the hell are you doing here? And then um Mally was like, Yo, this is Dan Marino. We gotta go up to Dan Marino. I was like, bro, we're at the senior bowl. Wait till after <laughs> uh, he, it was funny to see him, but um I, I just feel bad for uh 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 dolphin fans at this moment. Well yeah, you feel bad for him just because uh you went out you you got rid of a guy because he didn't want to go with what you're going with, and then you go get a guy and claim him. I don't know about you, but claiming that he was an African-American hire or a minority hire, I don't know what the hell they were looking at. I mean, <laughs> the dude didn't even, when they, when they told him, he was like, huh? I was like, that was a, that was a stupid, I don't know why they report that stupid crap. Well, I, I, like, thought, I thought that, that could have been the perfect uh, Chappelle episode for the racial draft. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? oh, like, yeah. Yes, it was. The Black uh, Caucus, uh, we, we, you know, like, I was like, come on, come on man. We select Brian Flores, but now yeah. it was uh, and, and listening and listening to all that uh, all the extra crap uh, that he was spewing. It's like you you go out and you put all this stuff out into the universe, and now the NFL can see this, and you're probably going to get fined some more because they're going to delve deeper into your back pockets. I don't know what's wrong with people sometimes. <laughs> Todd from the Dirty South asks Hollis, "What do you see in Jalen's leadership qualities compared to McNabb's? Well, it's like when you when you look at it, um a lot of people will say that I played for Andy, blah, blah, blah. But uh Jim Johnson was my coach. Uh they kept off his defense separately, separate. So Don was uh he was an okay okay leader. I think he I think he got a grip on it in his win in his uh, latter years, but I don't think he had to lead early on because he had like a, a bunch of guys that already was already in the league and stuff, and and it was it was helping lead the team. Um, I see Jalen as a bit of a different leader. I think he's he's more of a um, I don't want to say better leader, <laughs> and I don't. But I, I think he I think I think he's getting it more. And I think from probably watching what happened in a previous in previous quarterbacks, and not trying try not to make those same mistakes, but just being himself. I think he's he's a, he's got one up on Don just just a little bit, but Don was Don was a great player. Don was a great player, was a great friend, um, but uh, he done some dumb stuff. He done some now, dumb corny stuff. I'm sorry, as yeah. I got to call it like I see it. It's my boy, but you know. Speaking of uh, of former Eagles quarterbacks, uh, we have one in the division now down in Washington. Uh, oh, what, what, what's your thoughts on uh, Mr. Wentz? Is is he going to revive his career down in Washington, or is this the last stop? Thirteen and three years. Yep. His thought is uh, his decision making ability is still yet to change. I don't see it changing there. Only only way I see him having any success, and they're, they're probably going to run the ball mm-hmm. a, a lot a lot more. But you but when a team lines up eight in the box and they take that away from you, what are you going to do? And then everybody starts talking about his uh, what is uh, his weapons in uh in Indianapolis. It's like, dude, <laughs> dude, really? You had T.Y. Hilton, and what's the other the other kid? Uh, Michael Pittman Herb. Jr. catching yeah. the catching out the air. I'm talking about snatching out the air. He had, a run. he had the baddest running back, and the best in the league. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's what I thought was funny is people saying that he didn't have weapons in Indianapolis. You just listed it out. I mean, he and had a stellar, 
Yeah. Put it this way: this is like this is how you know this is how I knew that he was getting out of Indianapolis. They were playing a particular game, and uh, they I think uh, Frank Ragnum had got a little pass happy. Offensive line, offensive center say, "Hey, can we run the ball?" <laughs> <laughs> just, just he's like, "Which run you want? Want which run? Any run? Any direction? Anyway, just don't, just don't throw it." I was like, "Wow!" Now, wow. Speak, now speaking of uh, Wentz in Washington, I think it's a perfect opportunity to talk about. Uh, uh, we're having a little field trip down there in. Uh, Damn, Skippy. Down there, uh, in yeah. Uh, shout out to all everyone that's going to be down there. It's uh, it's going to be a great trip with uh, Philly Sports Trips. Um, make sure you get that ticket to get on a bus. They, we just opened up opportunities to get a ticket for tailgate end game. So we're going to have a great a great experience down there. There's some uh, I, I've heard there's going to be some cigar smoking. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a VIP bus as well. Might uh, as well throw that out there. Some VIP uh, action with uh, uh, your man Dam Skippy over here. Yeah, good, we're gonna have a good time and ride down there. I know I'm Evan got some. Uh, yeah, Evan got some uh, stuff for medicinal purposes last year. At, uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it should be a good time. I'm, I'm like, if you guys really want to come out and tailgate, have a good time on the road, take the party. It's really the. It is kind of like the Jalen versus Carson Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully it, the stadium know- stays together this time. <laughs> 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 hey. Oh yeah, it did start coming apart. I'm like, wow. <laughs> they, just, they just came tumbling down and then tried to say, tried to say it was an isolated incident. <laughs> they said went through three picks yesterday. Uh, Daniel asked from Daniel's from Sweden. Uh, by the way, says ah. he's who's riding in the back seat along alongside Tank and Prime. I'd, I'd, I'd be a squished back seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding on the bus. <laughs> now the first yeah, show says uh, just watch out for the busted poop pipes at FedEx. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's got to tear that oh, thing down and start from scratch, man. Do the water. And it's not even it's not even in DC. Yeah, I know. I was uh, one of my we was just uh, my boy Dave over the Wooden Indian. We were just talking, and he was like, "Man, this stadium's old. What was it, 1969?" I was like, "No, that was RFK Stadium." I got the opportunity to play at RK Stadium uh, my rookie year, and it was it was it was awesome. We won, that that was the awesome part. the uh, The other awesome part is as a kid, when I used to watch on TV, and the the Redskins were winning at the time, you could see the stadium like when they were winning, they were, and the fans be jumping. And the, this this was the the floor, the uh, the turf was jumping. I saw that when we was when we played. I was like, oh man, sweet. Then we won. We won seventeen to fourteen. I stopped. I stopped Brian Mitchell on the thirty on the thirty long. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Now Tim Perkins is uh, giving a shout out to your IG posts. He believes they're classics. By the way, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, now AJ, also voice of an angel, uh, but also known as Luster of Dallas Goddard. Uh, she says thoughts on Dallas Goddard. Uh, that's her homie. I love. I love the way Dallas plays. He's a uh, uh, I think he's uh, he's going to come into his own. I, I, I'm I'm looking for him to have a, a pretty breakout, se- a pretty good breakout season. We had this is one of the parts we hadn't touched on as well, because given those receiver the receiver core we got, it's going to open it up for my boy right there across the middle of the torch fools. Mm. And it's a it's dude. If we we should be putting our foot in our people ass sideways to the next life. Yeah, and we, we've been we've been uh, honestly we've been spoiled uh, the past half decade or so with having two very solid uh, tight ends, that being Ertz yeah. and Goddard. Who do you think fills that tight end two role? 
No, no, no. I'm looking at the kid, uh, Jackson. The, the six for seven. Uh, Ivy Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Jackson, Jackson. Yeah, he's, I, I was looking at him. Uh, he's a physical specimen, and, then, and, he, and he can go up and get it. So, I mean, and he's a former quarterback. I, I think he knows where the soft spots of the zones are. I think yeah. he's got that size, man. I think he's just been dealing with those injuries. Hopefully, well, that, no, 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 those were injuries. Well, the, the back one, yeah. I thought the back one was, I thought that was a ninja injury. Yeah, that's pretty much what they are. When, you, when, I, when I say that, it's just to, just to keep him on the roster. Come on, man. That's, what, that's one of the things that they do. I've seen it, I've seen it happen a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> now Chuck says uh, thoughts on Jaguars guitar. He reminds me of the former New York Giant Kenny Phillips. Hmm. Oh well, he's uh, actually a uh, tart. I think he's did he, did he come from Northern Illinois? Nah, that's uh, another. That's the other kid. Last. He came from San Fran last. One of the yeah. kids. One of the kids. But he, I like he, him as a safety. He's a good safety. Shout out to your alma mater. Yeah, shout out to my alma mater. A bunch of my boys uh, watching anyway. I said to we they had and, and to my boys at to my football. Uh, Brothers at uh, Northern Illinois, quit with that damn uh, the the text where text for everybody, the text notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. The text with uh, you know, the text when they got everybody on it, and your phone start ring, ringing a thousand times. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the group text. The text change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They blowing you up in the chat right now. No, no, they they weren't blowing me up now. Earlier today, they put a group text a, a a group text because we uh, check on each other because we're getting a little longer the two. So everybody everybody start checking on each other. So then everybody start answering. I'm here. I'm accounting for. I'm here. I'm accounting for. Much love, love you guys. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> cut all that out. Um, <laughs> no, the important like, the important thing is you guys are all doing well. So that's, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's important. That's an important thing. But uh, I love I love that I love when we went and got that 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 particular safety. I felt like it was one of those positions that we since uh, since Dog has been been gone. Actually, since Malcolm Jenkins has been gone. We've, we've, we've done nothing back there. McLeod, I love uh, Rodney, Rodney McLeod, but he, he was often hurt. And then I don't, I don't feel like he came back uh, that great from the injury. Yeah. But then he had, it's like pretty much been a bunch of substitutes yeah. back there. I and like I'm, the kid, I, I like Epps too, but. I, I like Epps as well. Epps, Epps can pack a punch. Um, yeah. I, I really like what I see out of him. Donnie has a good question here. Um, he that? says, contract year for Miles Sanders. He mm-hmm. needs to show me something. Zero touchdowns last year. Do you think that uh, Miles Sanders uh, is proving everybody wrong this year, or do you think Kenny Gainwell could potentially uh, overtake him? But well, this is what this is what Miles Sanders needs to do. The Miles Sanders we need to see is the one who got mad and started running and hitting the holes. Yep. That's the Miles Sanders we need to see because if we don't see that, if we see the Miles Sanders we saw in Carolina that kept running out of bounds at the end of games, nobody wants. As a defender, I love to see a guy run east and west. If he comes out with that crap. Then he's a he's a I don't think he's gonna show up. But if he comes out and he does he does proper like he did but at the end of the season, then I, I think I think I think he'll have a, a tremendous season. And then it'll be especially if it's his contract year. But it's like and then it, it just right, Chuck, his best ability is his availability. He's often heard it's like that the Maserati that you got in the that you got in the garage, but the air keep coming out the tire. But it's all one of the speakers in the back is busted. Yeah. <laughs> He's about the soft tissue injuries. He's yeah. a guy who can break. He can break the home run, but I, I feel like uh, sometimes you got a nickel and dime, man. Like yeah. some sometimes you got a nickel and dime when it, when it's there. And I think off of the lineman, we we the first to tell you in those film rooms that bro, the hole was here. Like exactly. I know you're trying to hit the home run, but the hole was there. So I feel like 
he's he's a little agitated. No, he, he the, the the media was saying that he was running with the twos. He got a little hurt in his feelings. Uh, he, I, he, he, he needed to be hurting his feelings. He put himself there. We didn't we didn't pass up holes to try to hit the home run. If you though at those you nickel and dime just like you said, sooner or later those nickels and dimes to turn 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 into twelves and fifteens. Then those twelve and fifteens to turn into home runs. But until you get there, you running sideways to the next life is letting the defense gang up and hit you. And then and then your your happy ass in one of the games where you hit a hole and you ran up in there, you slammed the ball like you was mad, like give you the ball. We had gave you the ball ten other times and you ran sideways. Right. I and mean, when the coach, with both coaches, I don't know if you saw when Deuce, when Deuce was here coached him, Deuce can you see Deuce tell him to do this. Yeah. Straight. Straight. And then that's, that's what happened at the Carolina game. When they put Kenneth Gainwell in, he came in and did what he was supposed to. Right. So, right. Uh, do you, I mean, Pete brought up a point here that honestly, I don't know why I haven't considered at this point. But uh, he says that put Miles Sanders on punt and kicker. Turn. Do you, uh, why not? I mean, we, we're running back by committee type of. Why? Why? You know, you well, because he, because he because he tender, he might get hurt. Yeah, I mean, if he's already, he's already get rocked up, and I think yeah. if you're, I'm just your most at, weapon as a running back. That's the, you really you got a Huntley for that. You got, um, yeah. I mean, you got even. I'm saying Rager for that. Those kind of like guys that are like. I, I highly doubt if Rager's going to be here. <laughs> you can't justify keeping his ass on the roster again. I don't care. Uh, I don't care how many damn passes. He catches the game. Okay, um, you know. Well, you know, people are talking about Devin Allen. Obviously, he got uh, that. I feel bad for him that he got disqualified. Like he was about to win that oh, event. Oh yeah. And now I, I actually took. I I was gonna upload it, but it was too sad. It was too yeah. sad of a video for me to upload. Like I, right. I was at practice. Yeah. Like no one's there, and Devin Allen is running sprints. And like I'm like. I was like, man, you could have won this this whole, you know, <laughs> and hurdles he's or whatever. He's a bird now, though. He's a bird. I, you know, I, I respect that, but I, I just felt yeah, like he I, was feeling as way, he was running. If, there was not a chance that it's this roster. I think if he, if he if he's able to catch, he may be the punt return or kick return that that, that may uh that may ignite something. If they if they put him back there, because you can't coach me, and all you got to do is get a get a kid a, a, a steam and. Straightforward bow. But do you think that do you think the Quez is secretly hoping Devin Allen doesn't make the team because he just said yesterday that he's the fastest guy in the NFL? De- Devin Allen makes the team. I'm not just sure if that's a true statement anymore. Have they have they raced? I don't know. I don't know if they've raced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't, well, Devin uh, Devin Allen's never raced. Uh, Quez Quez is only Quez is, is not is only 170. So it's not like he doesn't have the track physique. Yeah, yeah, Prime uh, said uh, Booby's going live right now on IG. He said, keep his MF and name out your mouth. <laughs> Not oh. our mouth, but general. In general? Man, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. Run the ball downhill. The fuck out of here, man. Come on. You're, the, you're a player now. You don't, you don't go live. Don't, don't, don't do that ever. Because I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm giving you pearls. Not, Matt, I'm just watching the game, and I'm telling you what I see. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you. <laughs> no, I, I think there is something to playing in the NFL for 14 years. I think uh, I think Hollis has every right in his, his mind to tell you how to be a pro because you don't make it this long in the league. Being a you know uh, you know just you you got to know the game. It's, you got to play the game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the the weird thing is is 
he should be taking soaking everything up that everybody's saying. Because we're not the only one that's saying it. Your coach is telling you the same shit. It's like, yeah, will you, will you, it's like, dude, it's like you, you're coming in some people who just want you to do better. We want you to be on the team. You got home run ability, but you're not going to hit a home run every time. This is the NFL. And that stands for not for long, but you doing stupid shit like that. Yep. It's, like, it's like you, man, I don't, I don't, I can't tell a kid enough. It's like you, it's like you, I'm not telling you how to do your job, but they tell you how to do your job. And when I see a coach do this, every both your running back coaches tell you to do this. That means he's up in the hole. There's it, a hole this there. Is, this is almost the, this is the, if you look to the sideline and your running back coach is doing this, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, that's a, that's a really bad sign. Like yes, you're gonna get it, in the, get it in the film room. Yeah, and not not only that, you got you got set down for a rookie, and the rookie came in and did exactly what what was told what was told to him. You got you're not you're not bigger than a team. It's like all the accolades that you're trying to achieve, you can achieve those accolades if you follow protocol or if you follow follow instructions. If you don't, then you'll be sitting your ass on the bench. <laughs> it's like it's, I don't know why I can't so and then. And then telling somebody to keep your name, keep your name out of my mouth. I was like, <laughs> "Well, don't worry, it won't be in there pretty soon because you won't get the ball. Keep doing what you're doing. That's all I got. Keep doing I, what you're doing." You to a general, man. Let the general speaks. <laughs> uh, it, it's it is what it is, man. You got you you, you got to let them know, man. I and I think the the interesting thing with uh, Philadelphia and the fan fan base is they have an opinion on everything. And I feel like as a player, um, you know, I mean, recently Rager had made his his statement, but I, I feel like you just you just can't, you got to be a pro, in, the, yeah. in these situations. It's yeah. like people put, put it this way: we're in a business where uh, everybody's gonna give up give their opinion, as long as opinions don't get personal. Uh, it's like it's not personal about saying it's oh, we talk about the game. We're not talking about you personally. Then yeah. it's like it's not it's not one of those games. If you walk up on me. And I see some ill will. I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. I'm not gonna let you Will Smith me. But the the, the thing that I think a lot of guys they get into uh, they get too soft like Duncan Hines. You get critiqued for your work. It's like this is a this is a this is a business, and you ain't too far gone to see that yet. It's like, but people, if you don't produce in this business, you will be at home, for and sure. you will be trying to kind of critique somebody else. It's like, oh man, I should have did that. I should have did that. Yes, you should have. <laughs> uh, so Eric brings up he says uh, I still faintly remember when Hollis sent Mike Vick into outer space I heard that they were hiring Elon Musk to get him out of orbit uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, thanks I mean, it was like uh, I just saw that I just saw that uh, clip like the other day and I actually uh, ended up seeing Vic when I first when I first came back up here we did a, a friends down in Atlantic City together and uh, he was still the quarterback and he He's like he's like he remembered me because he remembered me from that hit, but he remembered me more when he was playing with the uh, when I was playing with the Saints and uh, uh, when we played. Oh man, it was brutal. I had to, <laughs> I had to try to find him. It was like because it was one play where that's when he didn't really have any receivers. Mm-hmm. I think the receiver was Michael Jenkins, and we ran this uh, this zone blitz, and I came around on the zone blitz and I just hit him and knocked the crap out of him, and then he threw the ball. Ball landed right in the basket of Michael Jenkins. And it went straight through. 
I looked at him, I was like, man, y'all gotta get some receivers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's when he, he when he when I saw him in Atlantic City, that's he's like, I remember you telling me that. I was like, hey, I tried to tell you. <laughs> Reminds me of uh Nelson Aguilar versus Atlanta a few years ago, honestly. Oh wow, yeah. Ah right, man, that was brutal. <laughs> I was down at the game as well. So were we. So were we. Oh man, it was he missed that pass. It was like, I missed one pass. I was like, it was a pretty important It was, it was the most important one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you had to remind me. It's kind of like when they say, hey, he's a great receiver. He can block. It's like, what? You, you can block well. <laughs> um, so while, while we're on the topic of uh, running backs, or since we just moved on from it, uh, mm-hmm. have you seen anything out of Kennedy Brooks? I mean, he's one of these guys that I feel like is kind of going underneath the radar. Under, under the radar? Yeah. And actually, you know, sometimes you don't get to see a lot of the second and third teams because when they when they when they make you when they start practicing stuff, it's kind of they, they be moving stuff all around. I'm not going to chase everybody. I always I normally stay by the big dogs. Yeah. You know, I, I like to see the work that they put in because I if they put in the work, huh? I said I'm gonna do running. You gonna do run? <laughs> Skill positions, I go run to the other side. You see, you go to the big dogs. Yeah, I always. That's why I always go over there to whatever. I go to the. I call it the lab because they over there get things together, create potions and stuff, so they can pour it all over the line. So, I, but I, I haven't heard like that much about him. I, I remember him from college, but if he he'll get his opportunity when I when they when these preseason games come up come alive. We'll we'll see who's got to come up with the come on. Right now, we just talking about practice. Uh, Jordan Howard is actually waiting by the bat phone. He's like, whenever uh, <laughs> you need that power run back, let me know. I'll, I'll get you, I, I love it, man. One yeah, cut. I love, dude, exactly. That, that's, that was the thing, too. He had to do something to somebody because there's no way that he, he was producing the way he, he was producing and, you know, couldn't, you know, couldn't come back. I've, I mean, I feel the same way about Travis Fulgham. They both just fell off into the abyss. Jordan Howard had more of a career in the NFL, obviously. But yeah. I agree with you. I mean, Jordan Howard did well last year, and the fact that he's just out there not signed is crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis Fulgham, is, uh, isn't, he, uh, isn't he in uh, Kansas City somewhere? Mm. Is he signed? I, don't, I wasn't even sure if he yeah, was signed. Is he in Kansas City? I thought he was in Kansas City. I, I, do remember, I do remember somebody him saying something, uh, <laughs> some words or something. Why is he not signed? What, uh, what'd you get? I don't. I don't see him signed right now. Okay. Yeah. Who was he was, his with, last he was with Denver last year, and I think that's okay. It. And they, yeah, no, okay. I, I started to call him Travis Forgotten at that one point in the season. <laughs> they, they, started, they just started not calling his name. I think it, it is what it is. Donnie says he is in Kansas. Yeah, I thought okay. so. He's in Kansas. Yeah. I thought so because he was talking. He was talking trash again. <laughs> <laughs> what that's the only reason I remember. Yeah. They were. They were talking. They were talking about uh. Uh, the cheetah, um, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill. I'm, and wide receivers have a way about just talking crap, no matter whether why you, no matter what, you back it up or not. Are you make fun of wide receivers, bro. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, you, you ready to start talking crap? Uh, we, we can have a race if you want. <laughs> hey, well, you're not a diva, are you? I'm, a, I'm one of them intelligent wide receivers, okay, you know. It's like, I, it's like, who's who's intelligent wide receiver? Oh, uh, well, man. I guess you're the most intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> now, talk, talk about intelligence. Uh, I just want to give a second to uh, shout out Trent Cole at his uh, at, at his defensive camp. You know they had, they had Trent Cole out. I mean they had a uh, Hollis out there. You know teaching the kids out there, uh, passed on the knowledge to the youth. How was how was your experience at the uh, Trent Cole defensive camp? That was great. I, um, it was like one of the first one of the first camps we dealt dealt with mostly older kids. 
and uh, and dealing with the older kids, he was like we we were teaching them the integral parts of uh, playing defensive line. We also had uh, Quentin Michael out there. He was he was doing the secondary stuff, and uh, then we had also also had uh, Cle- uh, Dan Dan Cleco. Yep. We yep. was actually we actually had a great time because um, we were teaching them the their first step. As I was recording a lot of the kids' first step because they were they were high schoolers, showing them that they had a hitch in their giddy up. They kept on dropping their back foot. And then just basically, basically hand placement and stuff. It's um, you got it's a it's the one part where if you can get it down when you're young, as you, if you can get that uh, that part of it down when you're young, you know, you you're more than halfway there. And so now you got to do is just learn the system, and you because you already got your stance, your stance in that first step. If you don't have that stance the first step, you're not going to go that far, and you have to practice it time in and time out, time in and time out. Because had to, then you had to show the kids their stance as well. I was like, I haven't, I haven't played it ever. And I still have the same footwork with my stand, but it's, it's because of, when you play so long and you do it, it comes it becomes second nature. So I was trying to, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying exactly. I was trying to get them to realize that you got to get this down. So nobody, nobody had, should have to fix your stance. It should, it should be the most comfortable thing that you do, and you should be able to come off the rock in it. So that, it was, it was a great experience. There was a lot of kids uh, that you know they they thanked us. A lot of them thanked us because their game got a little bit better. Uh, just. Because they was, uh, I think they were doing something else during the day, uh, some other camp, uh, football camp, with their, a, with their actual team. I got a chance after after the, uh, the camp to uh, talk to Trent Cole, and, and this is the, the thing I like about uh, that camp. You, you show like the brotherhood. You show the you know Brandon Graham talking about his uh, mentoring that he got from Trent Cole, and then Trent Cole talked about what you meant to him as as a player and a, and a brother, like looking out for. Um, him as a rookie, he, he said, like when him and the guys, you know, being not 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 broke rookies, but like rookies coming into Philadelphia, not having a uh, you know, not knowing how to be a pro. He said, he said Hollis came in, took care of us. He's like, when we always went out, Hollis took care of us. And we heard, you know, heard some stories about uh, Deshaun, <laughs> Jackson, uh, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, you know a, a difference in that sense. But um, what was that like mentoring Trent uh, Trent Cole? Actually, I didn't know. I didn't know I was mentoring. I just uh, I didn't, when you when you have a team and you building a team, uh, it's what you do. It's what you, you know. Your time is gonna come. Your time is gonna come to an end eventually. There, uh, and the thing to do as a young man is uh, to teach the kids the rope. You don't want them to go out there and do anything stupid, um, because there was people, but that there was older guys that when I got here when I got there, so they showed me how to how to how to go out and have fun, but not go out and get you know get in trouble. I, I think that's I think that's pretty interesting what you just brought up. Like, can you tell me about the transition from when you are the guy that is receiving the knowledge from the older uh, player to when you transition to where you're the one that's actually given the knowledge? Like, when is there a moment you know, like, all right, you know what? I actually know what's going on here. I feel like I can <laughs> I, I can shed some light. Or do you think that like I don't know? Do you, you understand what I mean? I don't understand what you mean. It kind it kind of just happens. It's like yeah. one day you look around it's like, damn, I've been here for like seven eight years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eight, eight, nine years, and then all of a sudden it's eight, nine, and then uh, you know people are looking up for you, looking up to you, not because you're a hoopla guy, but because you, I have a good time when I'm practicing and, and playing and stuff, and and um, keep it, keep it loose. Right. right. Like, put it this way: when you'll see some guys that play with me, <laughs> that play with me in uh in New Orleans, they'll always walk up to me and be like, "Oh God, oh God," in New Orleans. It was over 100 degrees every day that we practiced oh, in a man. training camp, and they had the nerve to line us up to to run sprints at the 
that was the first time in my career that I had to run sprints after the after the uh after practice after practice and I was like oh god oh my god oh god like dog so, water <laughs> oh wait a minute who's this uh <laughs> one of the shows favorite about, uh, Thomas quote when that boy has his mouthpiece in it sounds like he has a speech impediment it was Darwin Walker tried to do the breakdown before the game and uh, you couldn't understand the damn word he said. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I looked at, I looked at Trey. I said, "Did you get any of that?" He's like, "No." I was like, oh, "I think he's got a speech impediment." Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charles is asking some hard-hitting questions. He's like, do you play fa- fantasy football? I played, I played a couple times before, and then I picked some people's teams before. I only, I think I've only won once, and I, I picked a. It was a person who was at work, but she had paid her money already. And so I was calling out the picks for everybody and writing them down. And then uh, I, I just picked her team, and she ended up winning. Nice, nice. Yeah, here we got a record me. prediction. Yeah, record uh, prediction. I just went nine to you. I, I said I said eleven to six. That's just two more victories from last year, and plus a, a nice playoff run. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should get our first playoff victory with these guys, and then see and see what happens. To give it if 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 we're able to. To take that and move to the next level, make a little noise. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we have a a, a leader in uh, in Jalen Hurts as far as far as that he does. What the the one thing? Remember you asked me about. Uh, sorry, I was just going. No, you're good. You, you're good. I, it's something popped in my head. It was like when you, you asked me about the difference between Donovan and Jalen. I think uh, Jalen. I think right now Jalen is doing what it takes to win, whether it be run the ball or pass the ball. Well, whereas Donovan was doing that early in his career. But later on, I think he's starting listening to everybody and trying to become a pure passer instead of doing what it takes to win. And that, that was one thing that I got kind of pissed off. I got pissed off about late, later on because uh, I felt like given like what he did and what he could do and what I had seen him do, it was like I felt like he was playing under the radar, just trying to play play to what everybody was saying. But okay. I, I don't think Jed is going to play like that. I think he's going to take take what they give him, and I think he's going to try to flourish. It's like because it, it, everybody's going to continue to talk about accuracy, this and that. I was like, as long as he, as long as he keeps progressing and keeps winning, that's the type of leader I need. <laughs> hey man, if you heard it here first from uh, Hollis, but also uh, before we get out of here, you know, take an opportunity to talk about uh, Philly sports trips. I know you're 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 going to be tra- like talk about being a rock star, traveling every away game. <laughs> this has been your nature. Uh, what is it? What is that like traveling every week? Uh, well, actually, it's it's uh it's actually pretty fun sometimes. But for the most part, it's pretty fun. Uh, the first trip is uh Detroit. I'm actually some of my some of my brethren, my my Northern Lord brethren is gonna meet me up. Is gonna meet me up there. Um, but I'll be in Detroit. I'll be in Washington and Arizona and Chicago and Houston. So, <laughs> so especially in Houston, I'm gonna have a special surprise for. For my tailgaters, I used to live in Houston, and my buddy, he's going to be down there with a, with a special treat for all of us. He's going to have his smoker. He have a smoker on the back of a um, on the back of a of tail on a tailgate thing. It's going to be a ball of ass spread to find cuts of meat. So you're going to, you're going to make Hell me take yeah. a day off on Thursday to go all the way to Houston for this this for this meat. <laughs> no damn skippy. No. Okay. <laughs> it's my boy. They call him all day drink. Now, now, out of this uh, schedule, I mean, you're ex- excited about a lot of these road road trips. Which one are you? I mean, besides Houston, I mean, which is your most uh, exciting trip this year? My, well, right now, the exciting trip 
is DC and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> I, and Chicago. Chicago is late in the year, but uh, you know I played I played in Northern Illinois, so a lot of my boys will be there. Uh, it's, it's going down. All we need is a stage, but that Chicago, that uh, that Washington trip and that Arizona trip, dog. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Especially watching going down to do the takeover with the buses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I think Washington should be kind of crazy. I, I know we're uh, they're up to how many people so far on we're almost close to five hundred. Uh, over five hundred, five hundred something. Yo, it is it is building. We're hoping to get a thousand people down there. Yes, I mean that's an easy stadium to take over. So I mean, yeah, come come it's join like, the party. The, you know the the weirdest thing is I uh, I played the the last time the last time I played that I was playing for the for the Rams, and I I noticed it, it used to be a set of. Chevy twins that used to sit behind the visitor. <laughs> I didn't see them anymore. I was, I was like, oh man, what happened to the guy? I, I didn't want to ask nobody because I didn't want to know if they had kicked the bucket or nothing. But it's like it was the same guys. They were at every game that I played at rest at uh at the at um uh, at FedEx Field. <laughs> like what? Are, what do you call these things? Like the, the commanders? I, I think it's somebody. Somebody called them the commies. I was like, man, that's not right. <laughs> and then it was like, like the commanders and uh my buddy dave from uh from uh from the wooden indy he's like the cheerleaders are going to be tired trying to spell commanders give me a c give me an o give me an m give me another m <laughs> yeah, what we not, again no i'm looking forward to going to that uh tailgate and game and, and and seeing carson wentz get a little reddish in the area you know when yeah. and when the when start Bursting over here, you know. Oh yeah, that's wanna, when you I know because it's red all here. <laughs> I want to, you know what? Is this gonna be what? This will truly tell tell him and let him know that it was him the whole time. It's not everybody else. This is your third team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to start with the man in the mirror. Hundred percent. I kind of I kind of saw that when he was here with the AO one stuff and expecting everybody else to go to his stuff, but you never heard about him going to any of his teammate stuff. That's another thing too. You see, Jalen had every a lot of uh, Donovan did the same thing. Was that everybody else's stuff too, as well as we we came to his stuff, and then uh, Ao out, he was expecting everybody to be at that damn softball game, but and, name one person that who who uh, event that he went to other than his own. You're exactly right, and uh, j- just like building off of that as well, we have seen uh, like Jalen Hurts. We, me and Gail went down to his camp. And uh, like he has players that show up for him. I mean, we saw Jordan Mailata down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gets reciprocated. And I think that that's how you build chemistry in the off season. It doesn't have to just be charity events, but you know, looking out for each other. So yeah. you see, you see Hertz doing that and putting that work. Yeah. You build, you build camaraderie and you know, you have a leader who gives a damn about you. So, so one, one quick note, that's why Geno Smith got knocked out by that <laughs> by yeah. linebacker. You yep. remember when he got knocked out? Oh, by yeah, the on the Jets. Yeah, 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 I remember. On the Jets because, yep. he, because he was supposed to attend one of his events. He shunned him. The dude, young man had a had a uh, pay for a ticket. Yep. And uh, and, uh, Gino, and Gino, Gino, Gino no-showed and said, hey, I'm going to give you your money back. Now, yeah. the, you got to remember the guy was a, a six or seven-round pick, so he ain't got money to waste. He, he don't have money to waste. Right. So when when uh when Jalen uh, when uh Gino didn't give it back and he kind of like played try to play the good close, wow, yep, <laughs> pick up the pieces, yep. pick up the pieces. <laughs> that's not a good leader. That's, that's showing up. You're not a man of your word. I can't trust you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yep. I mean, I, I think right now, I think uh, Eagle fans are excited with uh, his leadership. I think they like what he brings to the table. 
as a as a just a, as a player right now fighting for that position. I feel like Eagle fans are in a good spot. Um, I think I think and I, Eagle fans on the timeline who are telling other Eagle fans to not be excited about what you see, like, bro, like can we be excited about anything after coming out of the pandemic? <laughs> ne- those are those are what you call those negative Nancys. Yeah, <laughs> those Debbie Downers. Will you? It's like, uh, and I, I can understand the uh, prove it to me. It's like, and, and prove it to me on a consistent basis. I was like, but if you with us or you against us, remember, Santa Slay is not moving if everybody doesn't believe. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this whole everybody has to catch the fire. I didn't, like, I, I was explaining to a, a, a fan the other day, just saying about like what a fan's perspective is when you bring in this energy. You talk about going. Uh, with Philly sports trips on these away trips, like right. fans, it's your job to bring the energy. You come to a new stadium, the Eagle fans come in there, they they feel that energy. So with the players, they all their job is to do is play on the field, do their job. Yeah. Fans, do your job, and together we have a nice yeah. little ride. Yeah, it's like what up when I, we used to be playing at different places, and we hear we hear that EAGLS in the crowd, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, dude, it was like, it was so, like, I would be so invigorating, especially I was like, it was playing with the, we was playing against the Saints one time, and we we lit up, we I, I was lighting up Ricky Williams' life. <laughs> but it was a great, it was a great feeling because the stadium wasn't full, but we had a lot of Eagles fans there. You can hear them chanting that E-A-G-L-E-S. That's awesome. They a little, they, they a little, little crazy, but um, I mean, before we get out of here, uh, is there any uh, last words you want to leave uh, Eagle fans with? I'll be back next week. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you what what is, is the Philly the Phillies play today? Are they already playing? A Philly Phillies had a busy day, man. We just traded for Noah Syndergaard. We got oh. a center fielder going on now. Ooh. We had ourselves a day. Mickey That's what I was looking for the trade that trade deadline. Yeah, that was today. We uh, we ended up getting oh. ourselves a pitcher. So oh, cool. That's what we needed, dude. Exactly. Uh, we was giving up the rhythm once that once that starter was going out. That bullpen was giving up the rhythm. I'm digging the new manager though. Digging the uh, yes, digging the new guy. You can't do. He's actually co- he's actually coaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, for hopping on, House. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks. Appreciate. It. I appreciate you guys for having me. And uh, thanks, uh, Prime. When I see you, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'll put you in the bear hug. Yo, and, uh, put a, a <laughs> break, break his ribs, man! Break his ribs, man! Yeah. I want, I want to see that. Hey, also, I want to see uh, y'all come out. We're, we're doing a, a, uh, we're doing a, a tailgate practice. We're talking about practice. All practice. podcasts we're talking about practice. We're, we're doing a practice tailgate uh, out there. Uh, Philly's game will be going on, so we're gonna catch that vibe early. Hoping to get there around two to two, three. Two, yeah. Yeah, just let me, just let me know. I'll be, I, I'll be I, uh, down there. I secured some cheesesteaks too. So Hollis, I'll like cheese steak, you, you, you like cheesesteaks? I like cheesesteak and cheesecake. I I, I, <laughs> I I would you walk to uh Junior's cheesecake if uh Puffy told you to get some cheesecake? <laughs> I walk to it? Yeah. No, I got I get a golf cart and go with that. Where, where's that? <laughs> you 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 don't remember the making band scene where Puffy made him go to uh Brooklyn to get cheesecake? I I, I do remember that, but I, I'm not walking nowhere to get no I'm not trying to make the band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, apparently, I'm not going to make it. If you send me to get cheesecake and expect me to bring it back, I'm not in I'm the band. I'm going to come back with cheesecake, cheesecake crumbs all over the place. Like, they, they, they was fresh out. 
<laughs> and uh shout out to prime shout out to mal and shout out to mally um yeah i mean uh, I'm, I'm just getting ready for this season to start uh we're gonna gear up real real soon keep bringing the energy man eagle fans don't let don't let people deter you from being happy about your birds um as always we'll see you guys in the next one and fly eagles fly Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.